in the world of comics, there is a very popular yet strange character by the name of Bizarro. Bizarro is a character that was created to be the mirror image or opposite of Superman. Anything that's up in Superman's world would be down in Bizarro's world and anything left, that's left in Superman's world would be right in Bizarro's world, etc., etc. You get the gist. In a lot of ways, week seven might go down as Bizarro world. In the NFL, Derrick Henry throwing a touchdown pass or New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones summoning his inner Odell Beckham on, a, on an interesting, a great looking reception for a first down and even Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill's jump down celebration, which by the way goes a long way in what seems to be the never ending debate as to which athlete in all of history has the farthest reach. It, of course it's Michael Jordan. And then there's the collapse, unfortunately again, of the, the struggling Kansas City Chiefs. And last but definitely not least, the Cincinnati Bengals with their dominant performance over the Baltimore Ravens on the Ravens turf as the Bengals took sole possession of first place in the AFC North. Bizarre world or not, there definitely were unexpected happenings all over the league during the beginning of the NFL's midseason stretch. Let's get into a few more of the Bunkers quick hits for NFL's Week 7. Stay tuned. During the initial years of the NFL's climb and becoming the most successful sport in our country, NFL running backs were often celebrated more than any other position in sports. The styles showcased by the best at the position were mimicked by kids playing football with friends in backyards and parks all over the country. More than any other position in sports, you simply just grab a football, you tuck it in, you make some sort of move, a couple spin moves and jukes, and of course you have to make sure you taunt your defender as you cross over into the end zone for your celebration. But like most things in life, change happens. Change happens to all things, and the NFL seemed to be very happy at how they had progressed the game in recent years as solely focused on the quarterback position. Only three non-quarterbacks have won the MVP award in the past years, uh, in the past 20 years in the NFL. Ladanian Tomlinson, Sean Alexander, and Marshall Falk way back in 2000. How great would it be for a tank of a running back with a throwback style to be the league MVP in 2021? I know that I've said it a few times over the past several weeks of this season, but I think that it's one of the most important storylines that should be followed this season in the NFL. For instance, NFL Red Zone. I think that channel is the most exciting thing by far to watch on channel week after week, and there's no one more exciting to watch than when um, the Tennessee Titans are in the red zone with Derrick Henry. He's such a threat when he's on the goal line that he opens up numerous possibilities for the Titans offense. Possibilities that even allow for his quarterback into the end zone untouched as uh, Tannehill did this past weekend doing the Michael Jordan jump man. It's incredible to watch Derrick Henry blast through defenses with multiple elite athletes hanging on to him. In addition to Henry oftentimes doling out a few legendary stiff arms along the way. Since 2018, Henry leads all NFL runners in 100-plus yard games with 23, 150-plus yard games with 11, 200-plus yard games with 5, and games with 2 or more touchdowns at 16, even games with 3 or more touchdowns with 6. Henry's on a pace for over 2,200 rushing yards this year and approximately 22 touchdowns in this season. That would be incredible to see. Those numbers would shatter the NFL single-season rushing record 
tying Hall of Famer Ladanian Tomlinson's record for a single season of rushing touchdowns. The NFL's a great watch, and Derrick Henry's excellence this season is at the top of the list. Make sure you don't miss out on what's taking place from the Tennessee Titan running back. He's incredible to see. As Derrick Henry is on a record-setting tear, providing the momentum that has propelled his Tennessee Titans to the top spot in all of the AFC, unfortunately for the struggling Kansas City Chiefs, they're headed in the complete opposite direction. The Chiefs had to face this old-school smash-mouth grit that is the 2021 Tennessee Titans in Week 7. And out of all of his years of coaching, Andy Reid's worst record against any team in the NFL is against the Tennessee Titans at 2-9. The Chiefs trailed the Titans 27-zip at halftime. The biggest deficit of Patrick Mahomes' career, definitely. Mahomes was sacked four times, had two fumbles, and one interception. This interception, unfortunately, marked Mahomes' sixth consecutive game with an interception, which is the longest streak of his career. He's already had nine interceptions this season. And they're not even halfway through the season at this point. Mahomes only threw 11 interceptions in the previous two seasons combined. The Chiefs simply continue to make too many errors. They lead the NFL with 17 turnovers, already more than they committed in all of 2020, which was 16, as well as 2019 in their Super Bowl run when they committed 15 turnovers. 15 turnovers. In 2018, they committed only 14 turnovers. And by no means should the majority of the blame be placed on the Chiefs' offensive side of the ball. The defense, they currently rank 32nd in pass rush, 18th in coverage, and 16th in tackling. In the past, whatever challenges the Chiefs possessed didn't seem too difficult for Patrick Mahomes to make up on the offensive side of the ball. He won league MVP in 2018 and continued to show promise Heading into this season, the Chiefs had won 24 out of 26 of their last games that Mahomes uh, started prior to this season. Three straight AFC Championship games and two straight Super Bowls. One, of course, which they won to snap a 50-year drought. Thankfully, Mahomes cleared concussion protocol after that nasty slap on the head. So they're going to closely monitor him in the, in the coming weeks. But every team in the AFC has at least two losses. And if Kansas City can greatly minimize their mistakes I look for them to be back in the mix by the end of this season and throughout the rest of the season as this season progresses every team has high hopes at the beginning of each season so I can only imagine that the Bengals coaching staff is probably feeling pretty good about their preseason expectations at this time quarterback Joe Burrow is a top 10 leading passer to date in the league and receiver Jamar Chase is currently a top two receiver and as of today purely based on stats Burrow is the number six quarterback in all of the NFL with just under 2,000 passing yards and a QBR of 106. In his game against the Ravens Burrow racked up career high 416 yards 23 of 38 with three touchdowns and through the first seven games Jamar Chase is the number two NFL receiver in receiving yards only behind Cooper Cup uh, of the Los Angeles Rams is having a great year. Chase is also the only rookie, I believe, on the top 10 list of touchdowns, uh, receiving touchdowns this year. He's tied for fourth with six receiving TDs to date. Chase now has the most receiving yards of any player through his first seven games in the Super Bowl era. Chase is 754 yards blown past Anquan Bolden, uh, record set in 2003. Chase is the second NFL player with 50-plus receiving yards in his first career, seven career games. 
I know, I know. I'm beginning to sound potentially like the unnecessary hype machine that I'm always uh, going against. But am I? The good thing about growing older, at least something good about growing older, is that if we've chosen to pay attention to things over the years, we may gain a little bit more wisdom and understanding along the way. Too much acceptance, I believe, of our prisoner of the moment impulses can cause a cascading effect, a negative cascading effect when hype is inserted. And sometimes the hype may have some merit, but generally it tends not to play out as advertised. And hype often causes casual fans everywhere to become fanatics. And fanatics can be fun for a few discussions, but drunk fanatics? And then drunk fanatics at a sporting event? Well, if that's the way things will be going, even if the videos are all hype and just of a sliver of the fan base, which I truly believe it's only a very small percentage of the fans involved in this craziness, it still may be a problem going forward. By far, some of the favorite memories I have from my childhood were when we were able to scrape together enough money to go to a Dodger game or a Laker game in person. And today, I'd really love to bring my kids to a professional sporting event in the near future, but. You combine some of these crazy fans with the cost of parking, the cost of the game, concessions, and sometimes, sometimes the inclement weather, then it causes you to think twice about your plans of bringing your family to a sporting event anytime in the near future. A 60 plus inch TV, surround sound, uh, oversized couches, all you can eat homemade burgers, wings, chips, and drink all for less than the price of one ticket to a game, kicking it in your sweats and viewing all the games in high definition on NFL's Red Zone Network. Come on now. I mean, the competition is great in life. I love competition, but what the tech geeks have created and what's very easily accessible for the home entertainment experience, it elevates the experience for the sports fan at home across the country. It'll be interesting to see if the competition that the tech industry through televisions and cable TV and all the things that are taking place within our home entertainment sphere will have an effect on the the leagues that own all of the stadiums across the country in any sport, not just the NFL, in elevating the experience of the fans or at least the perception of the experience. Because right now there's too much that's out there that's showcasing um, a little too much of the type of experience that some people may not want to bring their kids, uh, may, may not want to expose their kids to. I think they'll work it out. I hope they'll work it out. But until then, the 60 inch in the den is a really, really good option to watch a game on the weekends. We'll see you guys next time. Take care.